All right, ladies. Shall we get down to business? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so <laughs> it's November. Um, we got two months left in this year. Let's see if November is going to try to run away like all these other months. I don't know. Um, but we got to get through Thanksgiving and then it's Christmas time. Although for me, technically it's Christmas time already. I don't know. How are you guys on the whole Christmas debate? There's some people who say Christmas doesn't start until after Thanksgiving. And there's those of us like myself who start thanks, who start Christmas, like as soon as it gets cold outside. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. There's, there's a raging debate, you know, uh, there are a lot of memes about, um, Mariah Carey unfreezing herself so she could come and sing us that song. <laughs> and uh yeah I'm a, I'm a Christmas person so it's been Christmas since uh October 1st yeah Christmas for me starts November 1st um I can't bring myself to do Christmas before Halloween but I like Halloween so yeah November 1st is when the Christmas season starts for me and then we take a short break for Thanksgiving and then right after Thanksgiving dinner, we were right back to Christmas. 100%. 100%. That's exactly how I feel about it. Um, how about you, Christine? I think that it's really important. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's really important, like, when you're in a relationship that you, you know if your partner is a Christmas person or not. Because I feel like that plays a big role in, like, how you set up your house because it some people yeah. that's like my number one question to ask if I get in a relationship is like how are you on holidays just so I get like a basis because Christmas is not like my jam I will participate in I don't know little ugly sweater parties or the elephant gift swap um I even have like holiday parties at my house sometimes but I barely have any decorations mm. like I just I don't, but I, I cook. <laughs> I cook and have good music. People come over. But uh, so if I'm with somebody that's like OD, like crazy about Christmas, it's hard because I'm not like that at all. <laughs> I feel you. No, I think, I think that ho- a celebration of like holidays and special events and like temperature, I think are two things that you need to like come to terms with with your partner to have like a peaceful house. I mean, besides like finances, which is like another big deal. But I feel like these are like little things that people just don't think about when they're dating. Like you don't think like, oh, how do you like the room to be at night? Because that can be like a big thing. Like if you like it cold and the other person likes it hot, like that could be a serious situation. It can. Like one time I was dating this guy and like, I don't know. Sometimes like before that time of the month, like my hormone, my hormones are crazy. Yeah. And I will literally have hot flashes, like a premenopausal person. And my body got so hot one day. It just like felt like I was going to explode. And I was just like sweating. And I woke up and it was just, it was wet. I was like, what yeah. the freak? This is so weird. Like the whole bed. So he's like, so, um, I'm going to fix my fan for you and so he made sure to get like he pre-programmed it to like this little remote control he's like well if you get hot in the middle of the night you just turn it on I'll leave it here for you I'm like that was so thoughtful right yeah he's like please don't like you don't soak my bed with your sweat (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
But yeah, he did not mind because then he would just get under the covers if I put the fan on. Yeah. The temperature is huge. Oh my God, it's huge. Yeah, no, I always have to like ask my friends, like, uh, like how are you temperature wise? Like I have certain friends, like when they come over, I know I have to turn my heat on. Because I <laughs> normally don't. Because I'm like, if I'm cold, I'll grab a sweater or a blanket, put on some socks because I don't need to be hot. So exactly. I'm good. I am too. I'll definitely layer up before I, I'll sit there and be hot somewhere or turn on heat. Like I make my no. own heat under my blanket. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> how I feel. And then like I had somebody be like, why you got this all the fans on and the air conditioner? Cause like that's how you can cuddle. Like I don't know how people be cuddling in the summer. I don't, I don't know, unless you have like good AC and fans and stuff, because it's too hot mm-hmm. to be trying to be like all up under somebody when it's hot outside. See, for me, especially with sleep temperature, because I'm such a light sleeper, it really doesn't matter if it's hot or cold. I'm not going to get a super deep sleep anyway. For me, I need to know if somebody snores. Mm. I can't take I can't take the snoring like it'll make me irrationally angry if I have to listen to somebody snoring all night. I can't take it. I cannot take it. Yeah. I know that I typically don't snore, which is funny, unless I am completely exhausted or drunk or high, all of it in one. Oh my god, I will snore to like I don't know. <laughs> I like if I like if, if, I, if I have to share a room with someone who snores, I'm like, all right, I need to go to sleep first. Uh, but it doesn't matter <laughs> because I am also a light sleeper. But if I'm gonna get any, it's any, gonna wake me up. <laughs> any kind of sleep i need to go to sleep first so at least i can get like an hour a half an hour because you're i mean yeah snoring will disrupt my sleep because it's a noise that's not it's not like a white noise that i can ignore it's just like because it's it's not mm-hmm. always rhythmic too like some people snore all irrationally and it's not like the same te- uh, tempo and i'd be like get your it snoring a into disruptive like- noise yeah. don't like it don't it's like violent. it <laughs> it is <laughs> violence <laughs> oh man well as we uh as we're talking about sleeping and christmas time um you know just as disney did with with halloween they definitely are going to have a christmas section so there'll be lots of movies to catch up on and watch so we will definitely <laughs> i'm sorry christy <laughs> you're watching some christmas movies um mm-hmm. over the next couple weeks um i love we- watching christmas movies you it's like Christmas weird. movies, you just don't like Christmas. Okay, all right. It's like, it's, uh, it's not a big deal for me. Like, I, I don't really care about the presents. I don't care about the tree. I think the tree is beautiful. I wish we had trees all year round. You can. Holiday trees are a thing. You can I have a Halloween like tree. You can have a May Day tree. You can have a Valentine's Day tree. You can do all that's, of that. That's a lot of effort. Do you see, do you see this? Um, I have a wreath over my fireplace. Um, <laughs> this wreath has been there since my first holiday party. Three years ago, I have never taken it down. Ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> That's I am my decorating. And then I take out my gold um, tablecloth with my really cool, like a snowflake uh, placemats for the plates. That's, and I have a really cute snowman that I put on the table. So my little centerpiece. That's it. And that's because okay. somebody made me do it. They were like, Christy, you have to have something. I'm like, fine. If I must. Oh. I just moved into a new apartment and the first thing I thought was I'm gonna go get me a tree this year because it's been a while (laughs) since I had a tree 
Um, and I'm probably, you know, I live in an apartment, so I'm not going to like, I don't think I'm going to get a real one because that's just a lot of effort. And then you got to figure out how to get rid of it. And I'm not doing all that. But mm-hmm. I think since I'm going to get a artificial tree, I'm going to get one of those that's pre-lit because I think that those are very pretty. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, we'll see. I'm probably, I'm thinking I'm going to make it a sci-fi tree, either a sci-fi tree or, or a, a cat tree. Like all my ornaments will be cat related. I'm not sure. One of the two. <laughs> One of the two. But you have to send me pictures. Let's look so I can see. Maybe I'll get inspired. I yes. do have two trees. I don't really put them up often, but I have two trees. Ma'am. I got them for my son. I got it yes. for my son. Yeah. Like, uh... yeah. It's like Christmas. I think it's like Christmas. All right, so um, Disney is dropping lots of gifts for us this holiday season. Um, we just got the Eternals, uh, and and we can talk about that from the perspective of how it did in the theaters. I feel like all of the um, critics were trying to pan this movie so bad. Like everybody was saying that it sucked, and it was like the first Marvel movie to like dip below the. Um, rotten tomato score uh so uh, i don't know man we'll talk about what is the normal what's the normal rotten tomato score for a marvel movie so the lowest one the lowest rated movie which is the one everyone pans is the worst which is dark um thor the dark world you know the second thor mm-hmm. movie that had a score of 64 and it, it this has a worse score than that it did. I don't know what the current score was, but the last time I checked, the score was 59. Jeez. Yeah. Um, it might have gone up now because over the weekend, it made $71 million in the U.S. and $91 million in uh, 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 internationally. So, I mean, people are going to see it. 46% right now whoa but i mean people were gonna see it because they've been talking about eternals for what two years now so people were definitely gonna go see the movie even if critics came out early and was like oh it's terrible people are gonna be like i'm gonna go see for myself so making money i think i don't think was ever gonna be an issue for this movie but this score though yeah, so I think part of the issue with the score, though, is that some people who are panning it, mind you, that's the rotten, that's the tomato meter, but the audience score, like the regular people score, is 80%. So, like, regular people yeah. think it's fine. Clearly. It was, it was entertaining from a action movie point of view it wasn't like it was completely boring or anything like that like but there I mean if you were searched if you were watching this movie for any part of like the plot or conflict I could see being disappointed by it yeah there's I mean I think there's different I enjoyed it I've seen it twice now and the first time I watched it I watched it just to you know enjoy the experience the second time I watched it to like see you know how it ties into the larger story and I think part of the issue is this is this doesn't feel like Marvel like it doesn't uh-huh. it doesn't feel like Marvel and so if you went in there expecting an Avengers movie you were disappointed because this is not the Avengers this is not the Guardians of the Galaxy either 
This is a whole new team. I'm glad. So like, I I didn't I wasn't expecting an Avengers movie. Uh, I was expecting something more mystical, magical, you know, celestials, and it was that. It was that. So okay, you remember in Guardians of the Galaxy the first time we see uh, nowhere. Yes. And they said that it was the severed head of a celestial of nature celestial. Yes. And that head, that head looked very uh, human like. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> every other celestial that we've seen since then looks like a has robot. been like right, the helmeted, the six-eyed things, and you know, but, my, but maybe like it's a helmet, like you did say you said helmet though. So maybe they're wearing something and their actual heads look like heads. Maybe that's like an armor. But then how are they born with it? On? And and why do they have six eye holes if they've only got two eyes? That's a good question. I don't know. Because I don't know if that if nowhere is actually the severed head of a celestial. I think that's what people said. But I don't know if it actually is. Because you know who is also a celestial? Ego. Is Ego a celestial? Yes. The living planet? I thought Ego was something else. No, he's a celestial. Okay, so then there's different types, I guess. I'm not But for some reason, they've been leaning heavily into this six-eyed robotic type. Okay. Yeah. Ego is... um, I can accept that. Yeah, Ego's a celestial, so... Ego, the living planet... But yeah, this movie felt like something was missing. It felt like something was missing to me. Like I was waiting for something else to happen. And then it didn't. Oh, the other thing with the Celestials, to go back to that for that real quick, you know how Ego could change himself into different things? Like he was a planet. Like he was a planet. Mm-hmm. But then he could have a human body. So perhaps the mm-hmm. Celestials can also do that because okay we can't go into the plot of the movie but we will go into it next week when we do our full deep dive but i feel like there's just more about clearly there's more about the celestials we need to know there is another movie coming based off what you know the end credit showed us um so i mean clearly we just need to know more about the celestials i mean this movie started with a lie so i mean there's that too (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so i think it'd be quite interesting i'm really looking forward to what happens next i liked it there are definitely some plot things that you had to be like but why and wherefore but you know Mm -hmm. maybe it will be explained definitely asked well what was that for a few times watching this movie like so what was the point of that Mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. but we have looking forward to uh, later this month, Hawkeye. Uh, the first episode of that is on the 24th of this month. Um, and I think we're only getting six episodes of that. I know. I'm a little disappointed about that. I know. But um, hopefully it's a cohesive story and we'll see what happens. On the Star Wars front, uh, the, the Book of Boba Fett is coming. Um, and it looks really good. I don't know if you guys have seen the... Um, I don't know if you all have seen the trailers for that, but that movie looks amazing. So, I mean, looks like it's going to be good. Um, I have not seen that. 
the book of yeah. Boba Fett, you said it's called? Yeah, the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. So the first episode is the end of this year, uh, December 29th. Um, I think that movie is going to be amazing. I keep saying movie, the show, the show is going to be really good. Um, but on November 11th, 11th, maybe it's today, actually, maybe it's today, the 9th, Disney is releasing, Disney Plus is releasing a number of um, shows, new shows to streaming. So um, there's going to be a lot more content um, coming to round out the year. So that's that's going to be cool. There'll be things for us to to watch. So I'm excited about that. Um, Do they yeah. have like a list of shows that came out today or? It should what? be out there. Um, we're getting some, so uh, the Proud Family revival is coming. Okay. Um, there is a, a series based on Zootopia as a movie. Kiana okay. is getting her own series. I saw that. Moana is getting her own series. No way. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a new National Treasures movie. And <laughs> I say this, <laughs> and I'm letting you know that we will be we will be watching National Treasure, all three of them, because oh, that is what that, those are one of my favorite movies. Um, yeah, it's, is it's gonna, gonna be in it. Uh, so I don't know if he's not trust me I'm gonna be pissed because okay. I need my Nicholas Cage but um I don't know uh he's a bigger Superman fan than we are listen that man he named his kid Cal L I know girl I was just floored I couldn't even I'm sorry who did that Clark. Nicholas Cage oh my god <laughs> <laughs> this man has been married five times Mind you, five times. I don't know why he doesn't see uh, me. Cause I, sir, if you need a wife who will stay with you, I will do it. Nicholas Cage. I liked him in the early two thousands, like when he was doing God in sixty seconds or Matchstick Men. I don't like know what it is. It's, it's more than just his looks. Cause yeah, he's getting a little old now, but still, there's oh. something about him. I don't know. I can't explain it. I really enjoy Nicholas Cage. So he's about to come back for another National Treasure movie. I don't know if he's in after it. I don't know because I'm like, can his knees take that? That was a lot. Ah, oh my gosh. You know who they <laughs> you know? better not put in it, though? All I know who they better not put in it, Chris Pratt. Because if they give that man they better any not. Role, <laughs> they better not. Where I'm gonna put I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> him. I am sick of Christopher. Why Pratt. I say give him that role just because you put it out in oh why did I even say it? Lord, please, <laughs> no, Lord Jesus, I ask you with all my heart. No, okay, first they're about of all, to dress him up like Indiana Jones and everything. No, no. They not. Oh, oh my god, Ashley, why would you say that? You just ruined my night. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, yeah. So I mean, I don't know what's going on with Christopher Pratt. I feel like he must have the best agent ever or like Scientology. No, whatever church he's in must got some clout in Hollywood because, sir, why? Uh, first of all, Mario, the whole Mario thing, sir, why Why did they pick you to do Mario? When the guy whose voice is Mario in the video games is right there. Like, he's not dead. He's he's right there. They never oh my video game voice for the uh, movie. <laughs> They must think the the voice actor for the video game can't act. 
So but he does act. He's acting in the video game. Like that. I don't know. And now they have him playing Garfield. You know, that one. Okay, so Mario, I feel like it's just about to be him doing a really bad Italian accent. You know what I'm saying? That's about to be terrible. But him being Garfield, I just can't even imagine how he would do that. How is he going to be Garfield? I, I, him being John, sure. Him being Odie, <laughs> no, but he would Garfield be a perfect Odie. He would be perfect for Odie if they suddenly oh gave God. Odie a voice. He would be yeah. perfect for the dumb dog. Perfect for that. Right. He could use his but real voice. Smart, lazy, sarcastic Garfield. I can't see it. I cannot see it. I was I was done when I heard the news. I was like, you guys are ruining everything with this man. And then recently in some gossip news, he <laughs> they claimed that the, the cancel mob was coming for him. That's not a thing, just so we're all clear. But they claimed that the cancel mob was coming for him because he wrote this post talking about how uh, so he posted a picture of his wife looking mm-hmm. at him, quote unquote, lovingly. His very, very, very young wife. Yeah. And and she's looking at him and he's like looking at the camera, looking smug and stupid. Sorry, I shouldn't say it like that. Anyways, and then <laughs> in the caption, he's like, uh, get you someone who looks at you, like, look at the way she's looking at me, like she still loves me, even though she eats annoyingly. What? And then, but she's blessed me with a beautiful, healthy baby girl. And so that is the piece that people had an issue with because he yeah. also has another child. He has a son with his first wife, Anna Ferris, mm-hmm. who happens to have a disability. So people were like, what do you mean uh, she gave you a healthy baby, like beautiful baby girl? Like, you, like, are you getting a dig at your other child, at your ex-wife? Like, what is, like the wording seemed, like people took the wording as bad face, right? Like they were like, mm, yeah, you should have worded that differently because it could be I read even like- I took it that way too, which is weird. Cause like, it is a blessing to have a healthy kid. So like, but it's weird to say that afterwards. Like usually you say that in the beginning before the baby pops out, like, oh, you know, you wish the baby's a cute baby, but no, you wish the baby's healthy. But when the baby comes out, you don't say that. You don't be like, oh, he's healthy. Like, that's weird. Like, why did he say it in such a way? Um, the post, no. the entire post was cringy. Everything he said was cringy. I did not like any of it. It made it seem like his, that he was never loved in his whole life. And I'm like, what the hell? That's why Anna was trending too. I just Mind like, you, Anna Ferris broke up with him because she he he cheated on her. He did? I think so. I think that's why they broke up. Mm. Or maybe she cheated on him. I don't remember. She got really insecure. She did like during um Jurassic World. What is that movie? Yeah. She got really insecure. And she's like, usually in her relationship, she sabotages it and um something I, there was cheating, but I can't remember what happened with that. You're right about cheating i just so i i had to i had to google these people because i don't know who these folks are his wife and anna ferris i had to remember who she was and i did see that it said that they divorced in 2018 and him and arnold schwarzenegger's daughter got married the following year girl so that to me sounds like some overlap right there but i just read his caption on the post and it doesn't seem to me that he was 
taking a dig at his ex-wife or his disabled son it seemed like just something that like I've seen people say this a lot like you know they've given me blank amount of healthy children all of that stuff like that it's just a that's a normal thing that people say I, I think people are taking this out of context trying to find a reason to be upset and I'm sure there are plenty of reasons to be upset at this name I'm sure there are plenty of them, but I don't think that this is one of them. Yeah, I, I mean, I was on the fence because, you know, I have no love for Chris Pratt, but I read it and I was like, I mean, I see how people read it and were like, mm, why did you word it like that? Yeah. You could have worded it differently. You could have just yeah. said he, she gave, you know, I, I don't know. You could have said my beautiful daughter. I don't know. I just feel like when you know that things can be taken a certain way, you should be mindful of what you put out there. And I know that's a lot to ask of celebrities, but uh, you have to be mindful, especially in this day and age. Now, mind you, again, cancel culture is not a thing, right? So we're going to, we, we really need for people to stop saying that because you know mm-hmm. who gets canceled? Pedophiles. Pedophiles get canceled. Like <laughs> people who rape people, they get canceled. But like you... Aaron Rodgers lying about getting vaccinated and then being (laughs) mad that people are calling you a liar. That's not cancel culture, sir. That's accountability. That's you're using the wrong word. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree. So, yeah. Um, Yeah. In other Disney news, now that we've brought COVID into the chat, um shanghai disney (laughs) so there are some you know really strict rules in some other countries about what happens with covid right some other countries are doing a a better job than we are with you know keeping things under control as far as in large places um you know while we're over here having concerts where people are dying because they're pushing people into the stage uh other places are restricting are still restricting access to places and when people get sick are quarantining them and so this happened at shanghai disney um there was someone who tested or maybe a few people tested positive for covid and so they locked everybody in the park (laughs) for a day three sorry thirty thousand people no Absolutely not. Where did they go? Uh, did they sleep in the place? That part. Where did they? Where did they? Oh, where, 30, where did these people sleep? Thirty. 000. Did they give them food out of the park? Like, did they have know. to? Did the people continue to pay for concessions, or did Disney? So, so, so okay, them? they had to test all of the people. So if you tested pot negative, you were allowed to leave. But it was thirty thousand people. That took a long time. I don't know what they did with the people. I, I have no that idea. That seems crazy. <sighs> That's yeah. And they had to keep all the uh, the workers there too. Like I would hate that job. Yeah. Like y'all kidnap me or t- hold me hostage. That's terrible. I wonder if they got to stay on the clock. Oh. Right? But then they gotta go back to work the next day. <laughs> like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know, but I, when I heard it, I was like, really? I mean, I don't know. Part of me is like, I wouldn't mind being stuck in Disney for a day. Like, 
it's Disney World. Like, if all the rides are open and I can get food and I have no problem, I'm like complaining for. I don't want to be nowhere where somebody can tell me I can't not be there no more. Like, when I'm ready to leave, I want to be able to leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you. I, I definitely hear you. Um, yeah, they tried to spin it like it was like a big old party and it was just like a romantic evening at the park and people were like, no. But I didn't no. sign up for this. I didn't <laughs> pay for this experience. Oh, God. Um, yeah, but it's just because of how COVID is still running rampant over there in China. So, you know, they, they're, these are the precautions they have in place. But yeah, girl, I, I thought that was crazy. Stuck at the park because somebody had COVID. But, I mean, that couldn't have happened in America. Oh, if no, no, no. a riot didn't break out, then it would be a class action lawsuit. And Disney don't need 30,000 people suing it at one time. Definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, yeah, the whole thing just, it boggled my mind. I thought it was wild, but you know, here we are. Here we are. What would you do? You know what? I'll save that for our question of the day. Um, <laughs> no, exactly what I'm going to ask now. All right. Oh yeah. Sorry. This also happened, uh, during their Halloween festivities. So, um, there was already a lot of extraness going on at the park anyhow, because Disney does a whole lot for Halloween at the parks. Um, and so speaking of the parks and some other Disney news that happened a few weeks ago, some Imagineers, these are the guys and ladies who put together the rides, the experiences, um, they come up with the, the different mechanics that we see in movies and shows. <laughs> a few of them old and current imagineers wrote a petition to the board of directors of disney and said hey we think you should get rid of the ceo so the current ceo of disney is bob capic chapic i mean um he took over for um the previous dude uh robert Iger. mind you robert Iger had said he was going to retire and then like did then the COVID happened or not COVID there were some financial issues so he stayed on for like an extra year during the transition to help Bob get himself together um but I don't know some of the recent financial decisions that Disney has made I don't think are in the best interest for Disney um I mean as far as like the brand goes obviously I think their focus right now is what makes them the most money and that's streaming um because there's they basically are buying movies from other people putting it on their platform and charging mm -hmm. us to see them um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's not a lot that they have to do there you know um and if things don't work they just don't make another season yeah i mean honestly disney plus has the ability to really rival Netflix. Like if Disney Plus gets a big enough movie category to where Netflix only can rely on its original oh. content, mm -hmm. it, it, might, it might be in a little bit of a challenging spot. And I don't think any other streaming service has been able to stand up to Netflix like that. Like no, you need, 
a service and Netflix. You know what I'm saying? You have Hulu and Netflix. You got and Hulu. Hulu is technically Disney. So, Mm -hmm. um, so Disney also, you know, Disney acquired Fox two years ago. So it has all of Fox's Fox's movies. It's got its own movies. It's got its adult movies, which is Miramax. Um, and then the thing is, in other countries, like not here in the U.S., in other countries, you can see all of the like R-rated stuff. Like there's only a select few R-rated and like adult movies on our Disney Plus here in the U.S. But like in Europe and Australia, they have so many more movies that we don't have access to. Um, and so the Netflix and other streaming services here can show them to us here in the U.S. because of contracts. But when those contracts run out, I'm a, I'm pretty sure Disney's going to be like, yeah, now nah, we're good we'll just put them on Disney Plus or Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so the um, analysts are saying by 2025, Disney Plus will be the highest rated streaming service. That's not that far away. I can see it. It's not. That's a couple of years. Yeah. That's a couple of years. And it's crazy. I remember before Disney Plus came out, people were like i'm probably just gonna use this free trial and then that'll be that because i don't want to have my grown ass watching all these old disney shows and it's nothing but cartoon and kid stuff and so what do i need disney plus for and disney plus came and showed out listen they put out wild division and people were like oh oh well okay and then they came up falcon and winter soldier and people were like hmm and then they put out Loki and it was a wrap. It was like, well, okay, I guess we're in it now. Right. And that's not counting like- the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Disney's got major properties. Major, major ones. Yeah. I mean, if they, I mean, not that they would, but like if they ever acquired DC, it would be done. HBO lucked out there. <laughs> I would be so mad. Why? Mad about what? <laughs> Can you imagine what Disney would do to our superheroes? What? Make, Make them, them better? better? Finally Whoa. give them a good Whoa. movie? That was Finally too much. produce a good movie for Marvel, possibly? Do you see how, like, why every Marvel movie is so funny? Like, why are they so funny? It's not a They're comedy. not all funny. They're not all funny. Most of them. Okay, 90, 98.99%. Are you saying that there's funny. no humor in DC movies, because I saw Wonder Woman too. And it is humor. Mm, it's just different. Damn. different. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 2 was campy as all get out. Like that movie was super it really campy. was. That, that oh was my purpose, goodness. Though. But that that's the purpose. Oh, right. The comic was like that. I I know. So I'm saying uh, like that's, that's not movie, outside. Okay. All right. Sorry. Uh, so- Shazam. Shazam was also super that was awesome i love that movie right That's exactly the and they were funny i think for me i think they do better with movies like suicide squad and the suicide squad where they can build up that comedy aspect because that was i feel like when they do the flash movie which i think looks really good and we're not going to talk about dc much longer because this is going too far but <laughs> but um the Flash movie looks really good, but I promise you there's going to be humor in that because Barry well, Allen... The Flash is funny. He's Thank funny you. in the comments. So, right. But that's like... It's not like Marvel. Marvel's like... It's hilarious all the time. It's not. Except Sorry. What was, what was King hilarious... Was funny. What was hilarious about Logan? 
Oh, that was a great movie. There was nothing no, funny about that movie. Let me, let me tell you guys something. A little separate with Marvel. It, I'm talking about the other side of Marvel. Not not my X-Men and not my Spider-Man. Okay? Man. That's different. You can't separate. You can't do that. You can't Because I'm going to do the <laughs> no, same thing. No, you kind of can. When it comes to the movies, you kind of can. It's Sony. Like, there's the Marvel Studio and movies yeah. and there's the Sony Studio movies. And Sony does things a little bit differently than Marvel Studios does. They Venom do was... Hilarious. Who did X Men like the ones with um Fox? Those all are the Fox. Way, Fo- Fox. Yeah, so Fo- I, I like when Fox does it. Yes. Well, they're not doing it anymore. Disney, the newest- Disney that's changing stuff. I don't like it. So you like comedy with an edge, and you feel like the Marvel Studios movies are just purely haha comedy. Yeah. They're not. There's though. no edge. What to was them. funny about Black Panther? There was some funny parts there. Some, but it wasn't. Remember when she was like, what are those? Damn, that was one scene. Okay. No. So here's the thing. I am sick of seeing Batman brooding (laughs) in the dark, acting like a big old bitch. Like, I am sick of it. I don't want to see. I understand that. that (laughs) Exactly. I'm sick of it, though. But the reason why you feel like DC has this, like, gravitas of, like, serious film is because... 75% 75% of the movies is about that stupid ass man and his now, psychological problems. Like All that's these, why. These movies are about Batman and Batman is not a funny character and his villains aren't funny. And the ones that like use humor are, they're the most They're crazy ones. and deranged. So, yeah, they are. That's definitely It's true. so cool though. It's so cool. But I, DC needs something though. DC needs something that Marvel has because the DC movies have been not that great. They haven't. I right. feel like the way Marvel makes movies, it's to people please. It's like a pick me thing. Like they don't try to be different. DC at least tries to be different. Like if you don't like it, you don't like it, whatever. But Marvel just like wants everyone to like it. Like why make it? Yeah, because so they want people it? to buy. Because they want to make millions. money. What you mean? I, I like movies where it's like real fans that like it. Like okay. if you. That sounds gatekeeping. That seems gatekeeping. You want the movie to bring people in to enjoy the comic. How many people didn't know anything about the Guardians of Galaxy before the movie came out and now are like, yo, groups the the, the shit. And here's the thing though, what sweet. it does is it translates to selling comic. <laughs> it was an example. It was an example. Gamora no, also got Groot a lot was a good one. Though. No, I, I love Groot. Trust me. And I saw. And then you learn he can talk in some universes, and he's like a genius in some places. Yeah, Guardians in the like way. I didn't see it in the right order, and I love number two first, the number one. I like you are like the only person who likes number two more than only one. Number one, I think the soundtrack of number one is better than number two. Both soundtracks. The soundtrack is phenomenal. The soundtrack in number two is just was good match. That it's sounds just, like a lot of greatest back. hits. It's a lot yeah, of that's soundtrack. And number one was like it had the hits from everything. All over the place. I mean, Brandy, you're a fine girl. Like one, but I saw number two first, and for me to be hooked on a number a, a sequel is weird. Like, who gets hooked on the sequel first? It was so good. I love the second movie. I like I, mean, Baby I, don't, I don't. I like. I like both of them. <laughs> I like both of the movies, but um. Okay, I feel like what DC needs is continuity, but what DC has decided yes. to do 
is not do that. So like their their DCEU is not a cohesive, like they're slightly related, but it's not like a continuous story. Like for instance, Joker, like the Joker movie is within the the DC universe, but like that Bruce Wayne might not be the same Bruce Wayne that we've seen in other movies, which is why they keep making Batman movies because they're they're different. They're doing it similar to how the comic books work, right? When a new writer comes, they write the character how they feel like writing the character and that's what you get and that's what's going on with the difference between dc and marvel with marvel kevin Feige has some master plan and everything is fitting together and it's a cohesive story and i think that's what people like with dc on the other hand what's bringing those of us who are dc fans in is the fact that it's a built-in fandom like we love superman People love Batman. People love Wonder Woman. People are going to love The Flash. And that's what's drawing them to the movie. Um, And with Marvel, they just happened to hit lightning getting Robert Downey Jr. to do Iron Man. And people were like, okay, this is all right. And then they continued to build the world. I hear you, girl. I hear you. I'm enjoying it. Trust me. I had to, I watched all the movies, all of them. (laughs) I'm with it. I just have my, um, Team DC to my heart. That's all. That's fine. I am. I'm also a DC girl. I just. I love my Marvel movies. I can't. I can't. I can't flaunt it. <laughs> all right. But like I said, Hawkeye is coming out the 24th. Spider Man is coming out December 19th. I believe 17th. One of those. Um. So I'm really excited about that. They're continuing to leak things. Part of me wants to not pay attention to any more of the leaks because I kind of want to be surprised about what's going to be in this movie but we already know we're getting three peter parkers so i didn't know that <laughs> i'm so excited i have been avoiding well, it and i've been doing sorry. a good job we i study i study because well, i love spider-man i won't no, tell you anymore know for sure if they were going to be in there and now we know that it's for sure there's going to be sure. three peter parkers in there mm-hmm. We do, we do. We also know lots of other things, but I will, I'll keep it to myself for now. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that movie is going to be amazing. Um, I'm also looking forward to Morbius, which is coming out next. Mobius, Morbius, Mobius, which is coming out next year. Um, and I can't wait for us to talk about Eternals because it all ties together. That last end credit scene, we got to talk about it because it ties in the Morbius and all. Oh, anyways, anyhow. Oh, when you go see the movie, go see it in IMAX, Christy, if you can. So um, uh, the one last bit of Disney news. Disney will be releasing 13 films on Disney Plus in a new IMAX version, basically. So um, there's going to be 13 movies that are going to be in this new aspect ratio where you're going to actually be able to see more of the film. Kind of like how when you go to IMAX theater, the screen's bigger, wider, so you get more of the film. But when they, uh, it it starts this Friday. So you will be able to see uh, Shang-Chi, Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Captain America, Winter Civil War, Doctor Strange, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, uh avengers infinity war ant-man and the wasp captain marvel avengers endgame and black widow 
in this new expanded um, ratio, um, plus, you know, better visuals and everything. So that's kind of, I feel like that's kind of interesting. It's the first, they're the first company to do it with this IMAX ratio. So we'll see how that works out for them. Um, but uh, they're releasing it on what they're calling, oh, that's what I was, it was the 12th or no, sorry, not the 12th, the 11th. Um, Disney Plus Day. It will be a year this week since Disney Plus has come out. Now, I really, I'm like, it's only been a year. Like, I feel like it's been around longer, but it's only been a year. Disney Plus has been out for a year. So it came out on my birthday. I remember my birthday's on Friday. (laughs) Yes. Disney anniversary. Disney, um, Disney Plus is having a, what they're calling Disney Plus Day in celebration of their um, uh, one year anniversary. So all the things I was talking about, so some of all these new shows that are, I was talking about before, they're all dropping on Friday. Um, so like I said, we are set up for the rest of the year as far as Disney stuff goes. Um, so after the break, we did watch another movie this weekend, which came out this weekend. Um, and I hope everybody else did too. And they actually did. We'll talk about it soon. When we come back from the break, we will talk about The Harder They Fall. Not a Disney film, but we are a podcast, but three Black women. So I felt like this is a movie that we should watch. So we'll talk about it. See you guys on the other side. Okay, so this past weekend, um, or last weekend, I should say, Netflix put out The Harder They Fall, um, a movie by a Black director about Black cowboys. Um, and I personally thought- I can't it hear was... you anymore, Melanie. I can hear her. Um, yeah. A movie about black cowboys by a black director. Okay, so the movie was directed by James Samuel, um, and it was uh, produced by uh, Mr. Carter, Sean Carter, also known as Jay Z. Um, I thought the movie was excellent. What did you guys think of the movie? Just initial thoughts. I loved it. I thought it was great. I loved all the actors in it. I think they used all the actors to their strengths. And it was amazing to see them all on the screen in a format that we don't really see. Like we all grew up watching. I don't know if you watched Westerns as a kid, but. I feel like if you have a mother who is of a certain age or a grandmother who is of a certain age, you watch some Westerns. I feel like the men in my family watch Westerns, not my mom, but like my dad or my uncles or stuff like that. Like they watch a Western, you watch it. It was nice to see Black people in a Western. I've never seen that before. Like the whole cast. That was amazing. Yeah, no, I definitely think so. This was the first Western I had ever watched. I remember texting my friend within like the first three minutes of it. Like, is this how all Westerns start? Because if it is. I need to watch some of them because I was gripped from the beginning, 
from mm-hmm. the beginning I was gripped I was like why is he doing this mm-hmm. what is happening most westerns are revenge stories or forlorn love stories or whatever but they all start with someone coming back into town or so, yeah this is a formula of a western 100 percent um so yes I, I don't know if you guys was, with... go ahead no go ahead I was gonna say like I was just gonna say I was <laughs> All right, you go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, if you are, you know, like John Wayne and um, God, what's the name of that other guy? Anyways, there there are some really good Westerns. Um, and if you're a musical person, there's some good Western musicals too. But the Spaghetti Westerns are probably what got the most notoriety because they were, they, you know, that they were a genre that lasted the longest. And we came out of that into... Um, I mean, those are the last of the Western movies that had a lot of play, but no, there's some really good movies out there. Westerns. I might have to get into them because I, I loved his story. So I, I definitely was wondering why he, why the guy that opened the door just let him walk on by. And it was because he recognized him as like his son that he abandoned two decades ago. <sighs> That it was crazy. It was emotional. I loved all the characters except for one. <laughs> there was Which one time? character I wasn't so hot on. It was stagecoach Mary. Oh, gotcha. And I mean, it was I just, just I, because the actress is not was not up to the role. I think. Mm-mm. Um, I, I mean, she gave she gave all she could, but I don't think it was enough to for the gravitas of what that part was. Like for me to believe that Zazie beats beat up Regina Kick. Are you serious? No. No. I said that to my friend. I was like, I like that this fight is happening. Yes. And like, I definitely, I understand that stagecoach Mary has to win because she's one of the quote unquote good guys. Yes. But I do not believe in any world that Zazie Beats could take Regina King. I, just, mm-hmm. I, I don't believe that. There's no, and like, so, I'm, yeah, no part of that. See, I'm the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, you're about to die. That's sad. Like, cause I'm like, Regina King is gonna beat your. <laughs> Like I really, because she was like, "Nah, we ain't even gonna do this with guns." Like the minute she was like, "I'm gonna drop my gun," I was like, "Oh, it's a wrap." Like somebody ain't coming out here alive, but mm, yeah. But she did though. She did though. Truly, definitely lived. So I'm looking forward to the sequel to this movie because that was definitely Mm -hmm. her looking at them riding off into the horizon, and Um, they killed her man. Killed everybody. They killed everybody. But so with my, my issue with Stagecoach Barry was that like, it seemed like all she was, was Nat Love's yep. love interest. Yep. Like that, that was the only like purpose she played was to be the object of his desirability. And to kick off real. the conflict because if she hadn't rode into town. Right. Against his recommendation. <laughs> Um, if she hadn't if she hadn't run into town and gotten herself whatever they might have come up with a different plan and not had to do it that way yeah. um, so she was a plot device and that plot device was to be his little love interest and to kick off the conflict but like why couldn't his love interest have been a dark-skinned plus-sized woman like why i don't understand why she had to be 
almost racially ambiguous. You know, let me not say that. That was too far. She's very clearly a black person. But like, I'm just tired of that. And I'm tired of directors being like, oh, well, we're all black people. So it really shouldn't matter what the complexion of somebody is. Like, no, sir, these are real people. And like, you know that they're real people. You have to know what they look like. And you made a conscious decision to take this dark-skinned woman and make her into a light-skinned woman solely for the purpose of making her desirable to the main character. Mm-hmm. And I mean, to that point, That's too, gross. like, the other characters in the movie, like, the two male, the two main male characters are actually light-skinned. One of them actually is passing. Um, and then Cherokee, Cherokee Bill, Bill actually, he looked white. So, I mean, really? he, yeah, in real life, yeah. his, name Cher- his name is Cherokee <laughs> Bill because he was half he was half Indian, sorry, half Native American and half Black, but he looked like a white man. Yes. Or, the main or, characters, though, Nat Love, that man was Black. Black. Nat Love was Black, but uh, what's his name? The other one. Rufus Buck was Rufus not. Buck was not. Rufus he Buck was light-skinned. Skin. He looked like the guy from um, the, with the blue eyes. The, Idris Elba? Rufus Buck? Mm-hmm. Idris yes. Elba, my friends. Did we watch yes. the same movie? Idris, the real person, man. His character. The real person in real life. The person that he was playing. Yeah, We're no. talking about the actual people, not not the not oh, the actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. Cherokee Bill in real life was a light-skinned, was almost passing white per, uh, black guy and and um Rufus Buck. And that, actually Rufus Buck was eight was 18 when he died. Or was killed. He was actually hanged. So this movie, while it's using the real names of these real black cowboys and cow people, <laughs> I'm kidding, cowboys and stagecoach Mary, um, in in the Marshall was also real. Um, this story is completely fun because some of these people didn't didn't actually meet. Like they weren't around in the same time period. Like I said, right. was the story died when he was is totally fabricated. Hmm. But and so some people have said, if you're not going to tell the real story of these people, especially with Stagecoach Mary, who, by the way, never sang nary a song. Yeah. She ain't saying nothing. She was not a singer. <laughs> but if you're not going to tell the actual stories of these people, why use their real names? Like you could have you could have told this same exact story and just made up names. That's true. Very true. He but definitely could have done that. But I can see him naming the characters after people who actually existed so that people want to look these people up and actually read about who they are and learn about Black people in the Old West and everything. So that's cool. But if that's your goal, and like, even if you don't stick like super strictly to what the characters actually look like for your casting, I think you just have to be conscious about things that you're saying without maybe meaning to say them yes no i agree and him saying that color not color so what did he call it complexionism isn't something he was going to feed into sir and then he tried to play it out i play it out he tried to explain himself away because he is an african who grew up in london and he got picked on for being dark-skinned and african and i was like so you perpetuate the issue by right. putting it in the media like like this is your opportunity to so you're, back you're contributing to dark skin erasure because you were teased yeah it's 
when I read that in that article, I was just like, that's not, that's a cop out for the backlash that you knew you were going to face when you made a woman who was dark skinned and a real person and you cast her as a light skinned person. You knew that that was coming. And so this was his half-assed attempt at trying to get ahead of that, but it really was just an excuse. Who who do you think could have played stagecoach Mary? You know who I would have liked to have seen? Tasty. Oh, gosh. Wow. You said that Tasty. with the quickness. You said that was such... She's so rough. No, she's not. Tasty. What is her name? Danielle. Oh, you know who I'm thinking of? Sorry. I'm thinking of Cupcake. Not even the same person. Who's Cupcake? Don't Google her. I'm just kidding. You can. She's a a rapper. (laughs) She's a very sexually explicit rapper. No, I don't know why. Uh, Tasty from Orange is the New Black. That's not her name. (laughs) That tasty. That's I know not that's her not name. her name, but that's I couldn't think of her actual name. Danielle. Yeah. And Danielle when I it. yes, she's too young though. She, she could young. have been. Isn't she too young? I was, you know, my first thought was uh Queen Latifah, but she can't be any younger gotta... than Zazie Beats. Yes, that's true. Jonathan Majors is right. not that old. He's not, but I Jonathan feel like Majors... Delroy and Idris were the two oldest people on that cast. That's oh, true. and Regina. Yeah, but play any her. age. She was, she's forever young. She can she's play any age. Ever young. I think they still got her playing high school characters. Um, no, I loved I her accent throughout this whole movie. Oh my goodness, yeah, I wanted to too. hear her talk forever. Yeah, we ain't no nincompoop neither. Oh, that you know what? <laughs> that was low key my favorite part because like I had to that whole back scene. for a second because I was like, what did he say? He might have said what. <laughs> He might have been about to say nincompoop, but we ain't no nincompoop. We ain't no nincompoop neither. And if any one of them say anything, anything that starts close with the to end, it, <laughs> she said, if anything, if any of them say anything that starts with an end, they're gonna get shot too. Girl, I feel we ain't no nincompoop neither. You right, we not. That. that still would have been wrong. <laughs> he might have been and saying you know nincompoop, so. I like you got the shot presence, out of that too. Like that Idris Elba's character demanded. Like I yes. loved it. I loved how like he was so feared and revered. And uh and oh my god, that scene in uh Trudy's uh saloon or, or restaurant, whatever you call it, where stagecoach Mary walks in and she's walking towards um Idris Elba's Rufus. character. Yep, Rufus. Rufus yep. Sorry. Rufus and it was a lady in blue that was dancing and the music and Monday Child is I was like what is going on yeah no it was really I good. love that part was that really was like good. I felt it so much like it just felt so it fit to me it fit oh, yeah. it made sense it was like a whole nother level of success where these other people have their own little like wooden saloons and no real entertainment this man got out of jail and has like all of this opulence and this amazing show. Like his club was decked out. His so club here's the was thing. decked out. Rufus he wanted so to good. create. Oh my god! He wanted to create a black haven. He wanted this town for black people to come, be prosperous, build themselves up. You know, like Tulsa. And his issue, however, was he wanted to do it by any means necessary and if you weren't for the 
if you weren't down for the count then you was out uh mm-hmm. literally uh well he shot that man who was like well you ain't taking my money and he was like you are the reason things don't get done and he just shot him like yeah fear i mean that's how you get people to i guess how you think how you get people to do what you want them to do strike the love of god fear of god in them yeah i was surprised by yeah. Dion cole i was each character that came out like uh what is it marlon wayne's son Damon oh Wayne's he was junior. good he um, was good but Dion cole was really good like he, his acting was very very good i was very proud of him especially after he got his gold teeth knocked out of his mouth and he came back with that vengeance i was like "Ooh, who is this i liked when he was giving the speech i actually thought that he was like talking, talking to somebody to and then when he revealed he was practicing i was like oh you're not tough you about to get beat up and then he got beat he up. got beat up <laughs> you got knocked up <laughs> I got beat up. Oh my but god! But he ain't going to like no punk though. He put up a fight. You know, he, sure did. he put he up sure a fight. Did. Listen, so. he threw the first punch. Proud he went him. out there. And he was like, "Look, mm-hmm. I know it's about to go down." He threw the first punch yep. though. That so the quick draw duel. I jumped. It startles me. I was like, "Oh, oh goodness!" That scene made me cry. To see that, that happen. Sad. No, but the it other scene me. when um when a Cuffy got him back, yo, Cuffy is that's mm-hmm. a that's a ride or die right there. That's a listen, and she when they were talking about the quick draw, and she and they were like, Who do you think's the fastest? And she was like, I see the fastest person when I look in the mirror. And they did not believe her. I did. I did. Because Stacey wouldn't have had her in the front running the club as a bouncer if she didn't know something true i like when she had to put on cuffy when she had to put on the red dress and she didn't want to and they went to the bank and that lady laughed in her face and that lady laughed oh, out of the dead. that lady got my blood boiling feel it i feel like that's something that would happen today oh it and does. that's why i was like it does. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to I want to what did she say I want to I want to withdraw some money make a withdrawal I want to make a withdrawal I want, and she was like <laughs> maybe you need to go to Redwood okay well but that's how they act today too satisfying to pull that gun on her though after that after that giggle I know it felt good you laughing now I don't hear like, you laughing now exactly. what was funny about my withdrawal <laughs> mm-hmm and then she was like, she was like, listen, my partner doesn't believe in killing people, but I'm feeling mighty like doing it now. <laughs> that lady didn't have to lie. I was, she didn't. And I, I was bracing myself for them to be called some N-words. I was like, okay, this is where it happens because they're in a, in a white bay, no, in a literal white, white town. town. <laughs> listen, the fact that he made all the buildings white, the ground the sand was, white, was white, everything. <laughs> everything was, and then he hit the caption, white. he put a white town. Like, sir, on the <laughs> nose, it couldn't get no whiter. Yeah, that was hilarious. It was so good. It was so, I mean, that was hilarious. you man, know what was great? They didn't, they didn't say the N word. The whole movie. No, Correct. they didn't. Correct. Meanwhile, all the other movies that are similar to this literally have like a thousand N-words. This movie had, the whole <sighs> cast was black, not one N-word. 
I was like, mm. wow, you can make a movie in this time frame. Someone tell Quentin Tarantino. Someone quick, quick. Someone oh, tell Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino will never, ever take that advice. It's the only time he gets to say the N-word is when he's writing it in a movie. And so he has to put it in there 50,000 times and has to cast himself in the movie so that he might say the word. It's, it's the only way he can say it. And he doesn't want to stop saying it. So he's never going to stop writing. It. Oh my gosh. Listen, so watching this movie, this movie definitely gave me, sorry, I, I, I at first had said it felt very Tarantino-ish. But what I guess I wanted to say was it was very thematic. Like it, it felt yes. almost like theater. Like it was just so well crap and and tarantino does do that but this movie had something extra and part of it was how he used music like all of the music was strategically placed and this soundtrack was more than just you know an undercurrent to help us move the scene along but like if you listen to the lyrics of all the songs like they were telling the story too and that's because the director was also the music, like he also directed all the music. So like he placed those songs there. He produced some of these songs. Like he wrote some of them too. So like, I mean, it's like the remixes and stuff. Cause like he took traditional, um, he took dance hall music. He took African music. He took rap, yes. he took hip hop, he took R&B, he took that. Westerns. He took all of that and he put it together cause he wanted to make what he said. He wanted to make, a new type of scoring for black cowboy movies, right? Because other cowboy movies, you'll you'll notice this actually when you watch them, there is a cowboy music set, like there's a sound, right? You know you're watching a cowboy movie based on the music mm-hmm. that's in it. And this has a different sound. It still feels Western, but like him adding in like the old spirituals and then the the uh the Caribbean mm-hmm. music. I mean, I was just like, I mean, this sound, like if just seriously just listen to the soundtrack like there was some black panther-esque drums in that scene with uh cuffy and cherokee bill yes i really liked that that was nice yeah so this soundtrack's amazing i think uh they should get an oscar for uh for that because it was it was really better get nominated for a lot especially for director music score recording actress all the, the all costumes all the, oh the costumes, costumes in yeah. this movie oh my goodness when they show regina on the horse with the mask and the coat mm-hmm. and the hat i was like i want this entire outfit the horse included i want the horse <laughs> did you see how her horse was even sashaying like even her horse has swag i was like how your horse no the fact that the horse has moved in time to the music how or how how did you choreograph that it's i love this movie from start to finish i'm about to watch it again listen i have seen it three times i'm not even gonna no way hold you. all right I'll watch it. i'm definitely watching it again well the first time i watched it i was a little distracted because anyways but the second time <laughs> i watched it all the way through and the third time i watched it with my cousin because i was like you have to watch this movie and she doesn't really like violence and neither do i that's the other thing i am not you guys know i don't like blood guts i'm not for this stuff but I knew I wanted to see this movie because it was all black actors, no white savior to come and do the white savior thing. Listen, that's let me tell you, 
and this might sound weird that scene on the train is probably my favorite fucking scene like when they get on the train just it was just a good scene like from start to finish no it it was a good scene it was it was a good scene (laughs) for lots of reasons it's old dude trying to get brave and was and oh, character always was like hero. you know <sighs> let's go then and then like him like messing with him like oh oh, oh. It, let's see if you win <laughs> no and he wasn't gonna win he no. wasn't about to win and, and then, then uh, the way Lakeith's performance mm-hmm. in this movie yeah. oh yes. my goodness yeah. Yeah. like the way he could have talked me into being an outlaw like super easily it would have been very easy for him to do but when when he was on it he was like listen i don't particularly like violence but i will do it because <laughs> I, I have like i'm rolling it. with some violent people and i'm just trying to help y'all out just all everybody people. with me is violent and so i'm yeah. trying i'm trying to keep the violence at a minimum i don't then told the dialogue like told yeah. old dude's dead though like i'm gonna enjoy doing violence to you though mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I love when Rufus got out of the got out of the box and he's looking around and the guy started talking he was like no like don't don't talk like can you I mean just I always think it's so funny like when someone can just like shut people like mm, don't like just stop like this man <laughs> and but he knew he was dead like he must have known that he was dead and when he was like oh, yeah. who here can drive the train because they killed the conductor <laughs> who here can drive the train and it was the poor little boy that they shot up. I felt so bad for him. Like, and then he was like, yeah. everybody but him. Oh, that scene. Yeah, that, that was kind of messed up. Mm. That was kind of messed um, up. Did you guys see that? I saw it online where they said that train was named after Chadwick Boseman. Yes, it is. It's the Boseman. C.S. Yep. Boseman on there. I thought that was mm-hmm. such oh. a callback to him. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Because I bet you if he was with us still, he would have been in that movie. I think so. I think so too. Who who do you think he would have played? Maybe Lakeith's role. I don't think he would have been. I, maybe, maybe. I think he would have been Beckworth. Oh, I can see him. I can see him having so like the funny. No, but do you think he would have been the, the funny swag guy? and the yeah? I could see him ha- be, having the swagger and like the quickness because Beckworth was real witty. I can see Chadwick Boseman playing a witty quick draw. Yeah. Like I'm sure a, the director a, a cocky witty quick draw. He had cast this movie like 10 years ago. Oh. Like he had, that has to be oh. such a great feeling. Maybe like I could just imagine him writing this and listing all the actors he wants. Like mm-hmm. I want this person to play this yep. person, this person, yep. this person to play yeah. this person. And they're all just like, yeah, of course. Absolutely. He got like I'll I think he got in. Idris on board from the beginning. He got Regina on board. And I think there were a couple of people that he couldn't get. Like I think he wanted Sterling. I can't remember. But there were a couple of other people that he wanted that he just couldn't get because of scheduling conflicts. But like he had a list of who he wanted. And he got most of them. I don't know if Zazzy Beats was on there from the beginning, though. But mm. I don't think so. It's just it was just like ninety nine point nine nine percent perfect casting, and then there's just that point zero one percent. I mean, it got us talking about it though. Like that was all people talked about for like a month before the movie came out. Was about her casting. Yeah, I'm ready for light skinned 
actors and actresses <clears throat> to start really like taking things seriously and saying no to roles that they know should go to darker skinned people. Like just say no. There have been some. Take this. There have been some. I think Zendaya told us that she turned down some role because she was like, she didn't think that she fit it aesthetically. I don't remember which role it was, but I think she's mentioned it. I think there's some others who have said that they didn't feel comfortable playing the role because of aesthetics. Good. You need to keep that going. Listen, mm-hmm. I know that I know, uh, uh, what's the name? The girl who plays Gamora. Zoe. Zoe Saldana is not going to make that mistake again because she's still no, trying she to come back. From, yeah, she's still trying to come back from Nina Simone. Girl, why? I don't, I don't know what on she you. was thinking about. This Honestly. is not Gamora. It's not green skin, girl. You had like they put not only did they put makeup on her, they put a, a nose on her because she a don't prosthetic have no, nose. On she her. don't have no ethnic nose, you know. Even though she's Afro Afro Caribbean, I mean Afro Latina, her nose is is not very Afro. Yeah, um, I don't know what she was thinking about with that. Like at no point when they were painting her brown did she think, you know what, this is a bad idea. <laughs> Cause how can you sit there in makeup and they be like, the girl, you don't feel a way. Mm. She does I'll now though. Understand that. She does now though. <laughs> she got so much flack for that. We were like, we were just singing your praises. And she deserved for Gamora. it. Oh, she deserved she every deserved bit of it. it. Every bit of she it. it. Ma'am, what are you doing? And if it never stops, then she will have deserved that too. Because come on now. <laughs> come on. <laughs> oh, she made a mistake. She did apologize though. She's apologized a lot. She's not going to do it. But I know she's not going to make that mistake. Right, now, right. So now it's at the point where we can just lightheartedly make fun of her instead of just being like, evaluate yourself. Right. <laughs> at least she got the lesson. She definitely did. She definitely did. All right. So Disney question of the day. Circling back. <laughs> Let's say you had to be quarantined somewhere. <laughs> um. I will give you the option to choose a Disney product, I mean, a Disney locale, but it uh, either has to be a Disney film, a Marvel film, or a Star Wars film. So you can't say Smallville, Christy. Um, (laughs) uh, But where where would you be okay with being quarantined? Meaning you can't leave on your own. um, You can't leave whenever you want to. Where would you, where would you be okay being quarantined? of a disney property is universal a part no okay (laughs) wait so are we picking a place from a movie or are we picking a place you have options you have options you can well some of the places are places on physical earth so it's up to you right so um it has to be from a disney movie so like if you say new york then it's going to be like new york in um like one of the show, like during the attack no no right <laughs> during, right during right. the alien attack during the alien attack or or i don't know i think zach and cody are in new york that show that disney show or like wizards of ways oh, yeah. or whatever yeah but you have to okay. that kind all of thing. right got it got it got it got can it. i pick a disney property you can also live at a park yes i would like to live in alani oh okay Okay, the Hawaiian. The what Hawaiian is it now? Resort. Al- Alani. Hawaiian, uh, oh, okay. Resort. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. 
I'm going to choose Wakanda. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say Wakanda. I feel like that's the best place to be quarantined because if yeah. you get sick, they can fix you. If you get hurt, they uh-huh. can fix you. Got all the newest technologies. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Yep. Wakanda, Wakanda yeah, I'm going, to, I'm going right up under that dome. Mm-hmm. Okay. And to be specific, uh, Killmonger era wakanda oh gosh here you go not no 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 no. not saying when he was ruling i'm saying during that oh, movie, black oh, panther okay. movie wakanda oh not, not infinity war wakanda got you you don't want the aliens coming i see. right i want peaceful wakanda peaceful secret wakanda that's the right one secret word. before so before <laughs> they told the world that they were a nation yes i want to okay. be under the dome while the rest of the world thinks that we're just goat farmers yeah. okay <laughs> no wakanda's wakanda's a good that's a good choice let's see i think hmm i think that i would live and i i know i do this every time but i feel like madam's house is really nice in aristocats and i wouldn't mind living in france <laughs> in the 20s as a black person because that's true uh, they didn't like treat black people as poorly as they did over in the u.s at that time and i feel like i will be okay i feel like i would be okay in france in the 20s um especially if i was you know in madam living off her house off her money and i didn't have to work and didn't have no job and i could just chill there with the cats i would be all right as long as uh, edgar was gone I'm fine. And you know what I mean? As long as we get a new butler, then I'm cool. I'm cool. I'll help take that's care of the cats. I'll take care of the cats. I'll be all right. Yeah, that's what I would, I would say France. Because I mean, it just looked peaceful. <laughs> like it didn't look like anything was going, you know, just some cat burgling. <laughs> Besides that. Do you know what I think of when I hear France in the 20s? I think of that movie midnight in paris have y'all ever seen that mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's what I, every time i hear france 20s paris 20s i, I think about, about that the movie. josephine baker story yes i think about josephine baker that's yeah. what i think of what i feel i feel like i could rock some bananas and just and not the 40s i could do france in the no 20s. i need to get out of there before the war starts right <laughs> definitely can't be in france in the 40s oh my goodness mm. i would get out of there before the war starts before you know people start marching over doing stupid shit uh yes but then like where do you go because exactly. you can't go to america in the 40s because oh i go to africa i go to africa i would go to africa i would go to africa i would go to a part of africa that um either had just gotten its independence or was never colonized, like in the bush somewhere. Okay, I like that. Definitely. Maybe I'll come join you in Wakanda. Maybe I'll come join yeah, you in Wakanda. That would be your best bet. That would be your best bet. Yeah. Europe in the 40s is a dangerous place. America in the 40s is a dangerous place. It's so. super dangerous. They was lynching people Everybody left Everybody right. meet me in Wakanda. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right, ladies, um, next week, we will dive deep, deep into uh, Eternals and do some uh, looking back at the Marvel story so far, um, because I think that that's, uh, it's called out a little bit in the movie. So next week's show, we'll talk about Eternals and we'll talk about where we are so far with the Marvel phases as we prepare for Spider-Man. 
Um, and uh, and yeah, that's what we'll do. And soon come, we'll be doing Christmas, Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. So if you guys have any favorites, do let us know. You can hit us up on our uh, Instagram or Twitter, down to Disney's. Uh, and uh, yeah, we uh, will see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Thank you.